Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Atlanta, what's going on? It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, hey man. Well, you've had time to process Nate McMillan being let go. And today, the general manager, Landry Fields, went on with Andy and Randy. You just heard those guys talking a little bit about what he said. Uh, for those of you who missed it, we'll replay it for you later in the show. But, Mike, from what you've heard, what, what do you think? From what Landry Fields mm. said today, does it move you one way or the other? Does it make you feel better? Do, does it comfort you as a Hawks fan? No, I got nothing. I'll be honest with you. And they're like, there are partner full disclosure, but I, I've got to be honest. I got nothing from that. I mean, I, again, nothing that Andy or Randy did wrong. This guy wasn't telling you anything. I mean, just less than a month ago, we were told about player empowerment and better communication which now results in the coach being got during the All-Star break. So I guess that empowerment and communication only went so far. Landry Fields talks in buzzwords. There is no substance to what this man speaks, at least so far. Maybe that will change as he gets more experience, but he literally is just a walking, talking HR manual. That's all I get from this guy when he speaks. So he did say today, um, when asked about potential candidates, and we'll let you hear this because he was asked about it. But before we get there, this is a quote. And a big shout-out to Caleb Johnson, who covered the, the press conference for us today down there. Um, Landry Fields says the qualities Atlanta that he values in a new head coach is having emotional intelligence, being able to connect with players and staff, accountability, and someone with a strong emphasis on development. So that's the kind of individual they're looking for. And I'm sitting here, Mike, and I'm thinking to myself, hmm, didn't you have a couple of guys that hit some of the notes that you're talking about? I mean, when you talk about developing guys, that's why they hired LP. When you talk about accountability, I mean, didn't Nate try to hold guys accountable, but it didn't happen? I mean, I'm not sure, Mike, if you're going to be able to get all the things that you want if you're looking for all of these qualities. But here's what Landry Field said about one particular candidate and Quinn Snyder. We have a, uh, a pool of coaches that we're looking at right now. Yes, Quinn is a part of that pool. Um, and that's, that's somebody that we would consider for sure. Okay. And the fact that he mentions it, obviously the reporter, whoever was asking the question, was saying, hey, here are some of the names we've heard, some of the names we gave you guys yesterday. I don't know, Mike, if we should feel better, if we should feel like we didn't get answers as to, to your point. I, I don't know how Hawks fans are supposed to feel. I, I thought today, and this is my question, I thought today we might get Tony Wrestler. Where's Tony Wrestler? Where's Tony Wrestler? This is two coaches now. 
And this Hawks fan base is wondering what's the plan. Who would have been better today than to say, hey, we've got this under control. Let me explain what's going on. Let me explain our vision. Let me explain what's going on. Coming from the owner, Mike, where is Tony Ressler? He is uh, MIA. I guess he's out in Cali. I don't know if he's back in town. This is something he let his general manager handle. Um, everybody's got their – now, I'll, I'll play devil. I'm with you on this, but I'll play devil's advocate and say each owner uh, sometimes delegates and sometimes the owner is not there for this kind of, uh, this kind of announcement. And, or at least you don't uh, hear from it every, every owner. Some owners are more involved, and we'll tell you why things are happening. I just think in this particular instance, guys, you know who else has fired their coach with 23 games left? Nobody. Where's the owner? That's all I'm asking. And today to hear from the general manager in Landry Fields, if you feel satisfied with everything that he said, and again, we'll replay the interview with Anthony and Randy coming up. We'll play some of the sound bites from his press conference today. I just don't know if you have the confidence as a Hawks fan to say, hey, we're on the right track and this thing is going to get fixed. And if it's going to get fixed, Mike, how long is it going to take? Mm. How long is it going to take for us to, to right this ship? Or do you believe that just by inserting interim coach, <laughs> this is going to now, the ship is going to turn in the right direction? I don't necessarily believe that. And it has nothing to right. do with the guy that's going to be running the team. I just don't think how this thing is constructed and the leadership that you need from your star players that you're going to get. And so right now, mm. I'm in flux. That's where I am right now. I'm in flux. I'm going to show you guys, show me mm. what you've got. Show me that you're going to be able to turn this thing around, win consistently. Mike's been talking about win, you know, 14 and 8 or whatever the record you need to maybe move to the sixth spot. Mike, I'm in flux right now because I just don't know if all of these things are going to happen. Yeah, and again, we've got 23 games, as you mentioned, and looking at the teams that are ahead of you, if you look at the Knicks, you look at the Heat, and if you feel like we do, that anything less than a locked-in playoff position is a, is a failure for this season. I mean, Carl, we just went and edited a, a big-time player and sacrificed a number of first-round picks to dramatically improve your basketball team, and the only thing you're going to get is one one spot higher in the standings and still a chance for single elimination in the play-in game, that's a fail. So you got to get to the six. You've got to go on a run that you haven't been able to go on the entire time. Mm. So the only thing that's going to save this team is, ironically, them making a Nate McMillan 21-like run to get to the uh, to the playoffs and then hopefully get, get something cooking. Not likely. On a team that's been 500 all season. Yeah, and to your point about DeJounte Murray, right? I mean, th- this is a huge fail. We're not we're not ten games over five hundred. We're not much better, for heaven's sakes, than we were last season with the addition of Dejounte Murray. Now it's not solely his fault, but again, there's just a lot at play here. And with the GM speaking today, I just wondered if you want to put on your best face, mm. you want to really sell what this is going to be. I thought the owner should have been there. I thought the owner should have spoke in this situation. We're, we've got now gone through what three coaches here in about a four or five year period. I mean, what's going on? So I just feel like today, not every press conference, not every game, but today if you were going to address us, the media and the fans of Atlanta about this Hawks team, I would have loved to have heard from Tony Ressler. Yep, so now here we go. And by the way, I I would love to be able to ask Tony to maybe get a chance here, if if not uh, maybe the offseason, which may be coming sooner than later, about, you know, where he's at. First things first, but we did not cross into the luxury tax. Everyone's got speculation we will next year. I I'll believe it when I see it. Okay. Okay. But if I'm Tony Ressler on the flip side, in his defense, I've given John Collins a big contract. We gave DeAndre Hunter a contract. Yes, we didn't give Herter a contract. We moved uh, We moved Red Velvet because we don't want to get in the luxury tax. I moved DeJounte Murray. I've already given Trey a monster contract. What am I getting for it? 
what am I getting for? We've gone backwards since we made our run to the conference finals two years ago. So I, I just think this might just be a play out the string and maybe there'll be wholesale mm. changes. And then we get into who's actually making the changes. Is it Landry Fields or Nick Ressler, Tony Ressler's son, who by the athletic article is pretty much involved in everything. Yeah, but see, that's why I would have loved to have heard from Tony Ressler. Yeah. So, so this is what I'm saying. Mr. Ressler, what is your son's qualifications to be making these basketball decisions? Set the record straight. If it is what, what we reported that, that was being reported it is, Mike, then set the record straight. Mm. Put us at ease as Hawks fans and say, hey, let me tell you guys what's going on with this front office and how we're operating. We didn't get that today. So that's all I'm saying. That's why I have the question about Tony Ressler. Now, it didn't happen, but wonder why. 404-741-0929. Now, you want something even more interesting? Trey Young. <laughs> Come on, man. Stop. Is this, is this a subliminal message? Trey Young has just posted a, uh, a photo of himself in a Steve Nash jersey. Steve Nash, Nash jersey. Okay. Is this a subliminal message that he wants Steve Nash as the next head coach? Right. Or he wants to go back in time and be Steve Nash, or he wants to go play for the Suns with uh... – Now, I know that – I mean, you can, I, read, you can read three things into that. Well, I, I know they've worked together, right? In years past, I think him and right. Steve have mm-hmm. worked together, and he, he's talked about Steve's game. But now <laughs> – like that, the timing of it. I don't know. I don't want to go too far, but take it as it is. Uh, that is out there now. All right. Well, I mean, he's. Guess what? Nash is certainly available. I mean, and, wait, wait, wait. Before we go any further, is it Steve Nash's birthday? Let's make sure. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's make sure we're not running. You know, jumping the gun here. Don't you find that curious? I mean, no, it's like the time LeBron James is wearing a North Star jersey. He wants to play hockey in Minnesota. I mean, I mean, who knows? Okay, folks, <laughs> folks knows? February 7th is Steve Nash's birthday. All right. Don't you find that curious? No, it's the Steve star Nash of our team all of a sudden posts a photo in a Nash jersey. It's Steve Nash Festivus Month. <laughs> Black History Month. Okay. I don't know. And I by mean, the way, do you believe what, what Landry feels? No, said I don't today? believe anything this guy said. Well, he said Trey doesn't have any input on the coach. Okay, first off, why? Okay. I mean, look, we've talked about this a million times. Matt Ryan should have had input on who his offensive coordinator was. And if Trey Young is going to get coaches fired, he might as well get them hired. <laughs> right? No, I mean, seriously, it's, I believe when a guy's getting paid as much as Trey is, and he is the focal point, for better or for worse, whether you think he cares or he doesn't, or he puts in effort every night or he doesn't, he should at least be involved in this because it's ultimately going to come down to if he's happy or not with this guy. Yeah, I just, guys, do you feel me on this? It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Follow Mike. He's Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at Put Him Up. See Dukes. The radio show is Dukes and Bell 929. <laughs> Follow the radio station at 929 The Game. Stay up on everything that's going on. We're on Facebook, Instagram, across all other social media platforms. Follow me on this. The day after the coach gets fired, Chris, am I are you, right? He posts a picture in this jersey. What did I tell you about Kyler Murray? The stuff that he posts on social media, this is how athletes communicate in 2023. All right. So this is the subliminal message that this is the guy that he would like. That's not true, guys. No? Trey's a leader. He loved Nate. He played <laughs> hard for Nate. You guys are – you know, I'm tired of the Trey Young bashing on this show and this radio station. Enough is enough. Uh, all right. Hey, we definitely need a break. Well, I hear, brother, you got I hear, one. Well, guess what? Just about 23 more games, a couple of playoff games, and you'll have a big, long vacation. All right, guys. You guys can chime in. We're going to continue to talk about it. We'll let you hear more of what Landry Fields had to say. He said uh, he met and discussed the expectations with the players. We'll let you hear that when we come back on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
It is Dukes and Bell. Some guys saying, hey, man, Chase is throwing, you know, he's got a throwback jersey on. Don't, don't take it too far. It's just the irony <laughs> that Steve Nash is available. Right. And we just fired our coach. That's all we're saying. Uh, it's a nice post, by the way, with Trey. He's, you know, he's got his dog and all this mm-hmm. other stuff out there. Uh, it's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9, the game where we're saying Trey posted a picture. It's a, a series of pictures uh, him, of himself and a Steve Nash But it's, it's a very uh, beautiful picture. It's, uh, it's uh, again, I presume it's sunset or maybe yeah. sunrise. Yeah. But as you said, you know. Golden hour. But, I mean, it's you, you, you took a couple of shots and it, you, you framed the shots. It's not like you're something like you took a selfie or something. You actually had somebody do this. And what message is Trey sending? Who cares? I don't know. All I know is maybe they're buddies. This is a guy that could last more than two years as uh, head coach of the it, Hawks. Yeah, listen. Uh, Ty Poppy Grande Jones. That's his Twitter <laughs> handle. <laughs> he said, fellas, Dukes and Bell, wait a minute. Mm. You mean Trey never was seen in a Nate jersey? Yeah, red old Sonics jersey from back in the day. I'm just saying. Yeah. All right. Um, it's Dukes and Bell, guys. We're reacting to Landry Fields and the presser today. Uh, we're going to play the full interview with Andy and Randy a little bit later on. Coming up, um, something has really got Mike's goat today. Mm. And I-, I agree with him. I think he's on to something here. And it's a shame it's not getting more run. We're going to tell you what that is coming up here in 20 minutes. Let's hear Landry Fields because he said a lot of things today. Um, I'm a little taken back by the fact that, again, in a situation where it's not been a good year. You fired your general manager midway through the season, Mike. Now you fired your coach with 23 games to play. I would have loved to have heard from our owner today. That didn't happen. But Landry Field says he did discuss and met with players about the expectation moving forward. Yeah, so we've met uh, with the players, with the, with the coaches that are still on staff. Uh, with the entire staff in, in basketball operations, uh, connected individually with the players yesterday, connected individually with the coaches, wanted them to, to hear our expectations and uh, for us moving forward, what that's going to look like. What is it going to look like? I mean, what, what, mm. what, what changes um, outside of the NRE? NRE is new relationship energy. Okay? <laughs> like Out, outside of that, what mm. changes? Mm. When you have somebody new in your life, and think about your life and well, you know how many times you've dated or you got somebody new, that the NRE is real. But it only lasts for a certain period of time. We just did this with Nate. So mm-hmm. what truly changes? I don't know. But he says he met with them and there is an expectation. Landry Fields also said that Nate, and there is conflicting reports about this, that he never expressed interest to resign. Now, Mike. Now, Sham Sharania had this story that Nate was thinking about resigning at the end of the season. And then Steve Coonan came on airwaves and told us it was schlock journalism. You right. know, and it was, I mean, well, it came from somewhere. Somebody got that to a guy who's respected along with Woj, who's the guys that drop NBA breaking news. Yeah. I, and you, we've talked about this. And, and listen, we respect Steve Coonan, who said at the time he's in the building right. that, that there was nothing to this. Landry Field says that he never got that from Nate. Hack journalism. <laughs> Come on, Steve. <laughs> um, he never expressed that to me. Um, if he expressed that somewhere else, that would be something, be a question for him. Okay. If he expressed it somewhere else, meaning if someone like, I don't know, right. Shams right. got the story. I mean, come on. Either way, he says he never told him mm-hmm. specifically that he wanted to resign. Okay. Well, I mean. Hack journalism. Well, I, mean, <laughs> I, I told Steve back in December, I thought it was probably the time was right to get it done before New Year's, you know, and then to start the new year with a new coach and then, and not an interim. You could bring in somebody that was available. That's Now we're going to go with and Bob Prunty. I said Joe uh, Prunty was an assistant. He's been there with Pop for years. He actually took over years ago uh, when the Bucks fired their head coach before Bud got there. So he's he's been in the NBA for years, going on like three decades. So 
you know, we'll see if the players respond to him and if he's got any ideas that, you know, perhaps he tried to run up the flagpole that Nate didn't want to do and maybe he can get things flowing, especially in the half-court offense, which, you know, again, these guys are never going to play defense. I think that's that ship has sailed, but maybe you can try and ask them to play defense nicely and hope they play a little bit because you'll need that in the playoffs. What do you mean? What are we dealing with, kids? Ask them nicely? It's the NBA. The NBA, the players have all the leverage in all things. From, you know, from, they don't have to do anything they don't want to do. Literally, and uh, that's where you. That's why for guys all this week, the week. Well, it's not fair. No, no, it's not. Of course, it's not fair to Nate. But that's the that's the job, and that's the profession. Coaches get fired in the NBA more than any other league, because, yeah. for the same reasons. Yeah, but but when you say that, then what does that mean for us and, and the results and the hard earned money that mm-hmm. people are paying to go see the product, Mike? When you say that nothing's mm-hmm. going to change, and these guys have like like why are we negotiating? You've got to have a culture. You've got to, first off. You got to have the right dogs in the fight. And I think DeJounte is that guy. I don't know. I mean, look, I, we all know what Trey is capable of. We've seen Trey put on shows, and see, we've seen Trey battle and the things he did. That's why, that's why the expectation level is up here for Trey, and anything less we get, gets us you and I talking during the week about why the hell isn't Trey being a superstar. Because once you start being a superstar, we expect superstar stuff every night. But you look at the Warriors. They've got, a, a pardon the pun, a warrior mentality. You might think Draymond Green is bat crazy, but that dude wants to win. Steph wants to win. You know, I mean, Joel Embiid might flop, but that guy, he's the guy who wants to win. The Celtics have got that culture. They've got accountability. They lost their coach and didn't miss a beat because they got the right culture in that locker room. Other teams, guys are in it for themselves. They got their money, and that's it. And if they make the playoffs, eh, whatever. Landry Fields was talking about this was his choice to make this decision. It was no one else's. I don't believe that because you don't make this decision just solely by yourself and you wake mm-hmm. up and go, yeah, we lost the last two. We know those mm-hmm. last two games before the All-Star break breaks. Dunk. But this is what he said today as far as this choice. As of late, um, my pulse and my read on this team and the changes that we're making and the things that we want to implement felt like this was the, the time to make a change. And um, that was a sense that I've gotten, something that I've read on, and this was, uh, this was my decision. Okay. I mean, you can take it, you can take it or, or leave it. He's saying it was his decision alone. That it wasn't. Uh, you want to talk to the owner about this, Coach? Uh, I think we got to move on from the coach, Mr. Wrestler. Who else is he talking to about it? Good. The son. I'm asking again. Well, he said he's got autonomy. He makes. He made. The, he pulled the trigger. He, he is the GM. Four zero four seven four one zero nine two nine. It's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Headlines brought to you by ATL Live Well. Low testosterone doesn't have to keep you down, guys. Call ATL Live Well today. NFL Blitz is on the way at 3 o'clock. Plenty of NFL conversation to get to. Teams trying to figure out what they want to do with some of their star mm-hmm. players. And a guy that we certainly would love to have here in Atlanta looks like he's going to get franchise tagged. We'll tell you about that coming up. Last but not least, Landry Fields, Mike. Why do you wait to yesterday? Wasn't this a big question when this came down late mm-hmm. yesterday afternoon and you were like, listen, if you felt this way, why why yesterday? This is how he answered that specific question. I wanted to make sure to to wait um, till yesterday to do it. I didn't want to be, I didn't want to have any distractions with uh, with people while they were on break. And I also wanted to make sure that I did this face to face with Nate, and that was the time that we were going to be able to chat was yesterday. Right. I mean, we talked about it yesterday. It generally does. That happened during the All-Star weekend. Most teams, just like the NFL, won't do something about it during the playoffs. It's usually, you know, I don't know. There's a general respect for that weekend. You don't want to t- steal some of the thunder with a big coach's firing, I guess. I mean, yeah. that's why it happened uh, as it happened. So uh, how you feeling, man? You feel fu- fulfilled? You feel good? How, how are you feeling today, Atlanta? How do you feel Not about me this? Personally. Well, how do you feel about this Hawks team? I mean, seriously. 
Is this the relief you needed? Because for weeks, all I've heard is this was supposed to happen for months now, and it's happened, and now this should be the big, whoo, okay, hey, we're, we're going to get it done. It's too late. I mean, maybe, now look, you got 23 games. We've done the math. We looked at it earlier. If you want to get to where the Nets are, you've got to go on a, you basically got to go on a, a, six, uh, a 66% wins. You got to win two-thirds of your games. So you got to go like 15 and 8. I mean, you know, 14 9. I mean, that's that might get you to the sixth seed, but I mean, you've really got to win at a clip you've not been able to win at all season against a very tough schedule in your remaining games. Mm. That's the reality of it. I mean, I've always thought if DeAndre Hunter, John Collins, along with Trey DeJounte, play at their maximum effort, this team can be that four seed. That's what we thought going in. They haven't done that. They don't play defense. There's no half court identity, isolation ball, no flow. Maybe uh, the interim coach can try to fix some of that. All right. We want to hear from you guys. Uh, we'll open up the phone lines a little bit later on as well as we hear from the general manager today. Uh, listen, and this is not about Landry Fields not answering questions. I just don't know how satisfied I am with what the direction is. And you may not get that, Mike, until we hire the next full-time head coach, right? That I, Maybe that is why I feel incomplete today because that's where I'm at. I, I feel like – What's really going to change? Is this team really going to turn it on? Are, are guys really going to buy in? You know, this whole accountability thing is kind of pissing me off. Because I got to tell you guys, the last two coaches tried to hold the star accountable, right. and it didn't happen. So what do we need to roll in here that that's going to happen? The last two guys tried that. Now, maybe Trey was, Mike, didn't want to hear the message. Maybe he was too young. I don't know. But I, it's not as if the, these guys didn't know what they were doing. The reason why they hired LP was for development. We had a young team. He was a guy that was going to come in and do that. And now I'm hearing, oh, we need somebody to develop us. Give me a break. Well, that's, I mean, apparently Trey needs three more years of seasoning before we should expect anything from him. That's, I mean, again, that was the extreme answers and sort of the excuses that were made from some of the Trey jock sniffers out there the last couple of weeks. Look, I, I don't know what, how and when you say you've arrived in the NBA. I think when you do the things that he did two years ago, it sure as hell looked like Trey was a superstar. And his peers don't feel he's a superstar. They don't feel he's an all-star. So I, I don't know what, what happened. What was, what, 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 did Nate, what was Nate able to do in those 20, uh, 20, 38 games, 27, 11, 38 games that he's not been able to replicate? And what's the next coach going to be able to get with? And again, if you're a buddy with a guy, there's a dis- first off, there's no disciplinary coaches. Thibodeau's the only guy like that. Pop, and Pop isn't winning anymore. You ain't got any stars in San Antonio. Yeah. I mean, there's not many guys that are cracking the whip in the NBA compared to like what you saw in the old days. You got to be a buddy. Well, you got to be buddy boys with these dudes. Mm. Okay. I mean, is, is Spolstra telling uh, you know telling Jimmy Butler what to do? No, Jimmy, would you would you mind? Uh, you know, it's just the nature of how the NBA works these days. Yeah, I, I mean, you're probably right. I just I, I don't know. I, I feel like there has to be a mutual respect. Yeah, in, that, in, that, that, they're, they're, in a perfectly normal functioning environment, that is there. That the, exists. The stars yeah. respect what the organization is trying to do. Vice versa. The coach and the stars on the same page. There's a mutual respect, Mike. It's a, you shouldn't have to kiss these guys' ass to try to make them do what you want them to do. They should want to do it to begin with. Right. And then secondly, if there is a mutual respect, then you know what? We all buy in. That's what we're missing. Well, I mean, you got to figure when Nate starts doing some of the things which got him fired and, and his other stops around the NBA, like Indiana, and you look at some of the ways this team wasn't functioning properly. I mean, look, the thing which brought it to a head for many fans is the Trey inbounds play. You got Trey inbounds against a six foot eleven guy, and then you stay with it. And the clock, you lose, you lose two tenths of a second, and you stay with it. There's a stubbornness to Nate. You know, he was a. I mean, he, I think he got the message across about playing defense. I mean, they haven't played a lick of defense since the, the run to the conference finals. This team doesn't play defense. Here's the thing, guys. Uh, whoever comes in. Whoever it's going to be, and we'll see what Joe does, Joe Prunty. They got to coach Trey. (laughs) 
And and that's going to be the thing, right? All these other guys are going to fall in line, and, but mm. but whoever that is has got to coach Trey. All right, coming up, Mike is very upset mm. about something that should be getting a lot more attention. If you have no idea what we're talking about, stay right there. You do not want to miss what's coming up next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Jim Bell, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We're talking a lot, and we will continue to talk about the fallout after Nate McMillan being fired yesterday here on the show. More of what Landry Fields had to say coming up in the 3 o'clock hour as he stopped by the midday show with Andy and Randy. We'll replay that for you around 3.20 today. Uh, and he answers the you know the question about the decision to do it yesterday. Um, as a lot of people were saying, why not earlier? 404-741-0929. It's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Appreciate all the texts coming in, the tweets and how you guys are hitting us up on Twitch as well. We're on YouTube. Make sure you follow the show and you can check us out in studio and watch. All right. How does one of the best players in college basketball who is projected to be a top three to five pick in the upcoming NBA draft in the summer, how does he not get involved or, more importantly, is not charged with anything in a fatal shooting. Now, if you have no idea what we're talking about, we're going to lay this out. But Mike has been very adamant today about this situation with Alabama basketball. Yeah, it went down in mid-January, and we had, were going to talk about it yesterday, and obviously the Nate story broke, so we kind of had to table that for a minute. 
Uh, for those who are not familiar, Jamea Jonay Harris, 23-year-old mother, was killed uh, in Tuscaloosa on the 15th, according to witnesses, and multiple reports have this, so I'm not you know, pulling this out of thin air. You can look it up and, and do your research, as the man used to say. Uh, they're hanging out uh, late night in Tuscaloosa at 1 in the morning, and there's a member of the basketball team, Darius Miles, and a friend, and they start basically hitting on the woman in the car. She doesn't want anything to do with these guys. And the back guy in the back seat says, hey, man, move along. Situation is escalating. Mm-hmm. It escalates to the point where uh, he calls up Brandon Miller. Now, Brandon Miller and Darius Miles are, are, are beyond, like, best buddies. These guys are, like, thick as, as, I mean, as blood brothers could be going all the way back to their childhood. So it's his, it's his boy. He calls him up, tests him up, says, hey, man, get my gun. He's got possession of, for whatever reason, Miles' weapon. So he then brings the weapon to this situation, which, again, is escalating, and it results in a, gun, a shootout. You got, they shoot at this car. This car returns fire. The woman is killed. Now, where it gets interesting is the DA says there's no way to prove the intent, which I don't understand, and I'm, I'm arguing with Alabama fans about that on Twitter as we speak. But the DA says they, he did cooperate with the investigation, and they had nothing they could charge him with. The uh, Tuscaloosa chief of police, Paula Whitley, said there's nothing we could charge him with. The DA, and again, I, I don't understand Alabama law, and somebody wants to explain that. I just thought at the, at the bare minimum, it gets back to now the basketball team. Kate, Coach Nate Oates has got a team, you just said, has got a great player. And without this player, they're not going to the Final Four. With this player, they could win a, a national championship. He's asked questions about the incident and why his player perhaps hasn't been disciplined. And take a listen. We knew about that. I mean, uh, you know, can't control everything anybody does outside of practice. Nobody knew that was going to happen. College kids are out. Brandon hasn't been in any type of trouble, nor has he in any trouble, type of trouble on this case. Like, in the wrong spot, the wrong time. Wrong spot, wrong time. You got a situation your boy says requires a weapon. Now, I understand that, you know, 19-year-old kids, we all were 19-year-old kids at some time, and I grew up in a lily-white environment where I never was asked by a friend to bring a weapon I was holding to a situation. So I can't speak to that, Carl. I understand you got to have your boys back, but he contributed to the escalation of the situation. And, and to say wrong place, wrong time, at the bare minimum, it's, it's ignorant. And at, I think most people and the most folks around the country, media, fans are saying this is despicable and the coach has got to step up and do the right thing, which is suspend the player. Absolutely he should. Um, it, it's a little, it's a lot of being tone deaf. Um, that initial statement then was revised and he came back out. He walked it back. And, and was a little bit more contrite in how he answered the question. Um, I didn't grow up in a lily white situation, Mike, but my friends never asked me to carry a gun and bring it to them either. So, you know, you talk about decision making and Darius Miles is a former ex-Alabama player, but he is boys with Miller, who's a freshman standout. Either way, how is Miller, okay, not punished for this? If you're going to say criminally they can't, then it is left up to Nate Oates. And, And this looks like, okay, just from an outsider looking in, Oates is trying to protect his own interest here. Correct. This looks like Oates is making sure that no matter what happens, even though somebody was tragically killed. 23-year-old woman is dead, and all you can say is, guys, wrong place, wrong time. Nothing I can do about it. The no, A's not moving forward. Nothing I can do. No matter what happens, he wants to protect right. the fact that Alabama has a really good chance to, to, to make a nice run in the NCAA tournament. That's what it seems like, and, and that's a problem. Nate Oates do the right thing. Even if you're going to say, hey, he, he didn't have anything to do with this, which is silly because you brought him the damn gun, but, but do the right thing. 
suspend this young man and say, hey, we've got to set a precedent. This is not how we operate, and this is not how our program's going to operate. So if, if in the next couple of weeks another one of your players brings a friend a gun, it's okay, and we're just going to keep it moving. Like, I don't understand this either, Mike, and it's very disturbing the way Nate Oates has handled this. And, again, I, I want to talk to the adults in the room. If you're going to tell me that, that Miller, the freshman standout, and Darius Miles are young kids and they're making stupid mistakes, let's talk to the adults in the room. That is Nate Oates. Now, again, with Alabama fans, and I get it, fans are not going to be rational about this. They're, they're excited about a, a national championship, and a, and a 20-year-old uh, mother who's gone doesn't mean anything to anybody. Guys, there's got to be consequences for actions. We live in a consequence-free environment to some people, which is crazy. Th- th- this young man brought a weapon. Hey, man, I need my gun. To do what? Shoot out some windows? Shoot at some birds? <laughs> no, I, I got to Don't s- ask. Don't I, tell. I mean, I got to see. What do you think? I mean, again, I'm not, that's what I'm saying. Let's not be naive here. What do you think your boy was getting into? And another thing, I get it, and I will preface this, 19-year-olds don't always make clear decisions. At 1.30 in the morning, you are three or four months away from a jackpot and an NBA career. Mm. And now you have put that, now again, Nate Oates wouldn't have that compromise, but some other teams at some point may ask some questions, and you may have some issues moving forward. But uh, at the end of the day, this is a guy who's got so much to live for, so much not to be risking this over to get involved with. And the coach just simply, let's be honest, he's codependent on this. The coach is almost saying, yeah, man, hey, you know, these kids, I can't watch them all. Wrong place, wrong time, huh? It's ridiculous. It's pathetic. It's everything that's wrong with college basketball. And if you want something to compare and contrast to, years ago, there was a guy named Isaiah Crowell who got arrested. He was in a, there was a car, and they had a gun with the serial number scratched off the weapon. Mark Rick kicked him off the football team. But you got Nate Oates going, a woman's dead. And this guy brought the murder weapon to the scene. And you guys go, well, in Alabama, it's like lending a guy a, 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 a rake or a power tool. You guys are out. You're, you're, you're deluded. And Nate Oates is deluded. This is pathetic, man. What's, where's the right? How about somebody step? How about the grown ups step up and do the right thing here at Alabama? It reminds me only from the standpoint of, of the cover up of Dave Bliss at Baylor in the early 2000s. And Dave Bliss, for those who don't remember, it was a despicable act where the coach basically covered up two kids that were on the team. Kids had gone to the coach, basically said, hey, we feel threatened by another guy on the team. Those two kids bought guns, they had guns, and ultimately the two kids that came to him, one of the other kids killed a guy named Patrick Denny, uh, Denny and, and ultimately it ended up being the downfall of the Baylor program. But Bliss was telling his other players to cover it up and say, hey, you know, we, he was selling drugs and he was making money on the side because he didn't want to mess up the program. And the point is it's always about the cover-up. And for Nate Oates, this is not necessarily a cover-up. They've cooperated with the police. They've done the investigation. But this is more about doing the right thing. And, and if Dave Bliss would have done the right thing then, this is the comparison, Mike, he still gets fired. But the, 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 the fallout from that mess wouldn't have been as tragic as it was. And so now you have a situation with Alabama. This kid's 6'9". If you don't watch college basketball, and I do, he's amazing. This kid can play. And – I don't know if this is, you know, going to put his future in jeopardy, Mike, but I got to be honest. If I'm an NBA scout or if I'm an NBA organization, am I at least thinking about, hey, tell me again why you brought the gun to your boy and what that was all about. Like, if you're just telling me, hey, man, we've been friends for a long time and I want to look out for his best interest, you didn't even ask, why am I bringing you your gun? Like, why is it in your car in the first place? And again, I've got Alabama fans. Well, the law is, I don't give a crap about Alabama. Rewrite the gosh darn law. It's asinine. 
It doesn't make any sense. And if the DA is motivated by the fact he's in Tuscaloosa with a large fan base, it would Uh-oh. be upset about this. Uh-oh. And I can't speak to that. But, I mean, I'm not talking. I'm talking about somebody in this equation doing the right thing. Everyone just shrugs and goes, well, it's really not against the law to bring a weapon to a guy. Oh, by the way, we forgot to bring, uh, bring this up. Miller boxes in the car that they have the shootout with. Whoa, 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 whoa. explain. There's a car that they're having the they're having words with this this girl in a car boyfriend in the back seat. So he pulls up. He pulls up and boxes in the car. So they can't move. They can't move, and then a shootout ensues. And he delivered the he murder delivered weapon. The weapon to Miles, who in turn gives it to his friend Davis, who pulls the trigger. Huh. And you're telling me there's no culpability by Alabama law again? You guys, wow! I guess if you're gonna if you're gonna do this, Alabama's the place. And then, regardless, how about somebody in the basketball program stepping up and saying, yeah, well, oh, you know, Final Fours and pieces. I don't really. <laughs> yeah, again, because nobody has a spine or a backbone, and Nate Oates should be freaking ashamed of himself. Let me ask you guys this. Would Nick Saban suspend a young man if that situation happened on the Alabama football team? Hell yes. Absolutely he would. 404-741-0929. That is the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. We'll see how they deal with it. Or maybe they don't do anything. Coming up, he's a guy we want, but it looks like he's going to get franchise tagged. But it doesn't mean we still maybe can't get him right. Stukes and Bell. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.